If you like talking, women, ladies, men, topic, conversations, and occasional uninformed politics, multiple, multiple talking, talking women, women is, is for you. you. Hit it! Okay, everybody, welcome back. This is Multiple Talking Women. I'm, as always, Paula Gherkin. Uh, we have a guest today, Tom Link. Yeah, I usually do that part. I usually say, and welcoming today the emollient and luminous Tom Link. Well, I like the way I do Well, it. today's a little different, isn't it? Because we're not multiple talking women. We're multiple talking people, aren't we? Humans. Humans, thank you. Thanks for having me, ladies. You're welcome. Thank Humans. you. <laughs> thank you for being here. You know, your career has spanned so many different things that you've been in and out of. But I really like to explain you as this very creative, brilliant mind who can pretty much do it all. Almost like I'm some, like a floating, like a floating brain, sort yes. of an alien. Like if I was a, a brain in a jar, just sort of floating. Okay. If you were a very smart floating brain, but then had biceps that could cut glass. Because today when I hugged you when you came in the room, I was like, what is happening to this guy? Mm -hmm. And a floating brain that can, can I just say, the color coordination is blowing my mind. I'm wearing lots of creams and acru today because um, I finally decided that uh, it's best to to accept the dog hair. Oh, sure. And now you can't you can't notice it as much. Do you have Do you have one dog? You have two dogs. What's I have your... one dog okay. currently with me, and the other two live with their other father in San Francisco currently. Um, oh, but they're they're all light colored dogs, so I. I uh, I know, just got tired of all of the. It's so wasteful to use those rolling things with, you know, the tape and the, all you know, the plastic. I just want to touch on something quickly. You share custody of an mm -hmm. three dogs animal. How, yeah. does, how does that work? Uh, well, I go, I go visit. I go visit them mm -hmm. when I can. Mm -hmm. But I didn't uh, when the the bro the breakup broke the breakup when the breakup happened with my ex. Um, mm -hmm. I didn't want to separate the two dogs. God, I see you're a feeling person too, very yeah. kind. And so I, um, I let him take them, because he makes more money than me. He's a he's a oh. he's a doctor. So, oh, and it is. San Francisco, nice house. Oh, uh, you know, well, did a you, yard. Did you used to get free exams? Um, <laughs> uh, uh, no, no. I oh. tried to keep you know I tried to keep business and personal separate. That's the only reason Plus, I he doesn't take my insurance. Uh, now, are you from uh, the lengths of Phoenix? What? What about the what? Are you the lengths of Phoenix? Are you part of the Phoenix lengths? Um, I, no, uh, I don't think so. Um, my, I was part of the the, the Los Angeles lengths that that came you originally from here. Me? Yes, I'm from. I'm from local. Oh, I knew a, a, a large brood of lengths in Phoenix. They ran bakeries. Bake? Well, you know what? Now that you say bakery, I just did my 23andMe, and I we do come from a long line of, of bakers, cobblers. Wow. My great-grandfather was a cobbler when he first came. Candlestick makers? Uh, he, and he, before he came here, he, he worked in a, in a mine, mining for ore in a tiny village, and He's about as multi-talented as you are. 
Or, well, or also, or, I have a theory that maybe they were uh, elvish. Well. Doing things, you know, cop, cop making shoes, mining for ore, and he built uh, small wooden toys by hand. So I'm just saying. Well, you I'm, are definitely. Because you also are, like, you're a man, and I'm not saying you look like a child, but, but you're just you elf. You're youthful. Yes. I've always, I, I have been described as a man boy. Oh. Um, what kind of lotions do you use? <laughs> That's normally a Lana question, but. Uh, Kiehl's. I use Kiehl's. Oh, wow. Kiehl's you don't have an age spot in sight. No. Very, very pure. You know, going with this elf fantasy theme, I just want to dip in real quick. Was Buffy, the vampire slayers, was that your first foray into like, wow, I recognize this guy because you've been acting for a long time. But Buffy was a big. And did you have to wear prosthetics in the show? Hold on. Can I go back, please? I, I, was... hate, I just hate the way you started that. What I want to know is how did it all begin before we get to Buffy? Did you do plays in school? Did you do musical? Let's take it from the tip top. Wow, you're really interested in. Yeah, how did it all get rolling? Uh, my thespian yeah. roots. Yeah. Um, yeah, I performed as a as a child here in Southern California. Ooh. As a child. Yeah. Wow. And I, See, this is why you asked. What, what sort of productions did you perform? Musicals. Loved musicals. Um, and which musical? It, all of them. Most of them. Wow. I. Music Man. Yes. Directed it in high school. Annie. Directed it junior year. Joseph and the Technicolor Dreamcoat played the the French one. Godspell. Keep going. Uh, yes, I sang uh, "You Are the Light of the World." Jesus in, in college. Uh, yes, at post college at UCLA, we rented the big theater and did a, a Jesus Christ Superstar set in a rave setting. <gasps> That's really cool. <laughs> Keep going. I like this game. Merrily we roll along. No pass. Oh, Didn't do that okay, one. Let's bye bye, Birdie. Yes, uh, played played Hugo the boyfriend post college, Thousand Oaks Civic Auditorium. Um, C- company. No. Mm. Oh boy, I think we've come to a skidding halt. Yeah. Fiddler on the roof. No. All right, I'm done. No, sorry. All right, so you he, did a he's lot. He's not of... the right demographic to play Fiddler on the roof. Yeah, I am. You know, back in the day, they didn't pay attention to that. No. They just cast whoever and yeah. you know. Yeah. Now Paula doesn't want us leapfrogging around. I don't but... like leapfrogging. I like it in order. Okay. So you're doing you're doing all this theater. Mm-hmm. At what point do you say I want to be on the big screen or the small screen in people's homes? Well, you know, as a kid, I just I really resented children in commercials oh. because I just thought I could do it better. Like mm. um, Mikey likes it. Yeah, mm-hmm. or like my buddy, my, my buddy, buddy, my buddy and me. Sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. My sister had a my buddy. I find it very depressing, that the, toy. What, uh, like it's, you don't know real friends? Just Well, I mean, it's yeah, it's like this is my buddy. It's so depressing. It could make me sob for hours. <laughs> well, what about kid sister? Kid sister. sister. Kid sister. <laughs> was that kid sister and me. <laughs> Wait, was it? Was it the same tune for kid it was. sister? It Jeez. was. It was the same tune. <laughs> it was a spinoff of my buddy. My buddy was for, you know, back when toys were gendered. Right, that was um, just going to say. Mm-hmm. Uh, they were intended for, mm-hmm. for boys, and my, my right. buddy, uh, kids' sister was You couldn't have a boy buddy if you were a girl. There, really... there was a time, maybe pre-electronic toys, when there were a lot of dolls out there, wasn't there? I had many. And there was also a lot of uh, horror 
surrounding those dolls. Uh, I mean, I I secretly wanted a Cabbage Patch doll when I was I a, had a one. small child. I hate that it would have to be I secret. I hate that it was a secret. Yeah, you couldn't really. Yeah, I had to, you know, I played with Transformers. Oh, jeez. Mm. So what, what games would you make the Transformers play? Games like, I wish I didn't have to play with these Transformers on how to doll. Sometimes Maybe. they were erotic games. Oh, oh, yes. Transformers, you know, Transformers and even more so um, Thundercats. I found Thundercats go. very, like the... Erotic? I, I didn't know the term as a child, but they were very sexy. But uh, you like to press their crotches together. And, I Yeah. Sure. And the uh, but the spandex costumes that the, the that the cat people wore yeah. was very, and they they had muscles so muscular and the females too had muscles which until then was basically not seen you weren't getting a muscular doll no do you remember the Thundercats Thunder 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 Thundercats wow that that even oh. is sexual it's yeah. like climaxing mm-hmm. sure Raising. can we get back on track please sure. Uh, all right, so then you're resentful of ch- children, and you say, mm-hmm. I could do that. I could do that better. And what age is this? Just any, as soon as I was watching TV. Oh, wow. So that was... Re- resenting children. You know, I, my, resenting your own peers. Yes. Sure. My passion for performing did come from uh, a place of jealousy mm. and m- wanting to do better. I think that gives fuel to the fire. I get it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think um, I did when I was um, in the throes of darkness one day. I um, went down a bit of a rabbit hole, and um, I read up on Paul Rubens. And he also his um, was intensely jealous of child actors and would <laughs> write letters to uh, directors um, saying that they were stupid for hiring any one but him, and it eventually worked out for him. So, I mean, it's it, it's not a, an uncommon mm-hmm. thing to just be filled with rage as a child. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I will say that Paul, uh, Paul Rubens as Pee-wee's Playhouse was a maybe the reason I got into show business. Really? Wow. Mm. I just want that. And when I saw that, I was like, I want to I want to do that. So then, and you're just as talented and as creative, and you have that sort of kind of out of the atmosphere. Similar brain. man boy. And energy. But maybe yeah. slightly better judgment. <laughs> maybe. So what was your first big, like, wow, I'm doing it? Um, uh, I booked I booked the European tour of Greece, Das Musical. Ooh. Das at, Musical. At, at what age? Uh, just after, out of college. And I um, had done musical theater training at UCLA. And I wow. was ready, prepared. And uh, I, I got to Munich and... <gasps> We were there for six months. Can I ask one question? Yeah. W- what did you audition with? I, th- I had I really liked using unexpected songs because I didn't want to sing anything that everyone else was singing. Sure. So for uh, for example, for my rent re- rent many rent auditions and callbacks, I sang, I think I love you from the Partridge Family. What, what am I so afraid of? Yeah. Oh, I think I love you. So I maybe maybe I was still using that or. Oh, I know. I think I sang, uh, what's that song? Mariah Carey sang it and also Michael Jackson sang it. You'll always be a part of the Together this is over after when there is love. Oh, I'll, I'll be, be there. there. Wow, Paula. Do you, do you have formal training? 
No, I, I don't have formal training on anything. I'm just naturally good at everything. Hmm. You All can right. lie. We don't want to hear your voice. You don't have to just kind of be like, oh, oh this is what I did. Yeah. I, I keep setting you up to hear this. Yeah, and it's just kind Thank of like, well. oh. He's not giving it to us. <laughs> what part did you garner yeah, did in you Greece? Uh, I played... Well, I, li- I lied for a while. I lied after I got back, and I said I played duty. Okay, um, that would be a good part for you. I love it. Uh, but I was really the understudy. And I'm sorry, I there's a character named Duty. Yeah, he's yeah. amazing. He plays Which the guitar. I ended up when I did Bye Bye Birdie at Thousand in Thousand Oaks. I was with the guy who played Duty in the movie. Oh. And then he married my friend, who was a much younger woman. Oh, full circle. And her name yeah. was. Uh, his Patricia name Clarkson? his name was Barry Pearl. Oh. And her name was Heather Brown. And she became Heather Brown Pearl. Oh. Oh. Goodness. Oh Gracious. God. I guess. And then I think they divorced and she went back to being she went back to being Heather Brown. Just Brown. Well, for Heather Brown formerly per- <laughs> Brown Pearl, right? Yeah. That's how they do it. Anyway. This is fascinating. This is all true, by the way. Oh. And uh so I played duty Mm -hmm. understudy but I never went on but I did have the opportunity to go on for him for the guy I was covering uh, because he needed to miss a show so he could go see his girlfriend in a touring production of Rocky Horror Show Oh, that was also in Munich Uh, but I had gotten a commercial agent while I was there in Munich and I booked a commercial that happened to film that day and so I said I won't be there and they got very mad but they couldn't do anything, and so who played duty? Uh, he just couldn't go to. He couldn't. Call, he couldn't do it. He had to stay and do it. And they're very upset with me. But I made more money on that commercial than I did, you know, the whole Sometimes time you I was there. Hard but it was interesting because I, um, I lied at my audition, and they asked me if I knew how to ski, and I said. Yes, of course. I go to Mammoth Mountain, in California, oh. all the time. Oh no, which was not true, and. Uh, then I booked the commercial, and so then the f- it was filming on uh, uh, Wednesday, and uh, Tuesday I I took a train at 6 a.m. in the morning to the highest mountain in Germany, the Zugspitze. <laughs> oh, my goodness. I found an Olympic medalist who, to teach me how to ski. I learned to ski, took the train back in time to do the show that night. And then I, I went the next day to Austria to a small village called Seefeld. Sure. And okay. I uh, got there and the, the German producer was like, Thomas, are you so excited for the Skispringen tomorrow? And I said, yeah, but sorry, what do you mean? springen? I thought it was just she, sheing because skiing is she and oh. spring. And I... I I guess I hadn't paid attention oh, at the audition. No. It, water ski? it was ski jumping. Oh, ski <gasps> jumping! They thought they hired a professional ski jumper. And I said, um, I, in, <laughs> I took a few seconds to process and like, am I gonna? Am I've lied so far? I did learn to ski, but I did not learn to ski jump. And I thought, <laughs> in those few seconds, I thought, yeah, I'll go down the jump. I'll fly off. Maybe I'll land. Maybe I won't. I'll probably break something. But they'll still have to pay me, and then I'll go home early from Grease Dust Musical. But then they were like, Thomas, we have a stunt double for you. Oh, Oh, great joke. Oh, Oh, my goodness. Germans known for their sense of humor. But did you learn a lesson? Did you learn a lesson to not lie? To not lie. Uh, Yeah, I'm now, I'm just 
too lazy to lie. I don't want to learn a new thing. Right. But I will say um, I discovered that basically the only reason I booked the commercial was for Audi was that I – that ski jumpers are like horse jockeys that – you know, they're, they're really short and small because you got to be lightweight to fly while you're – Sure springing. While you're springing. And um, so I booked it because they'd already rented the costumes from the professional – Jumping, mm-hmm. ski jumping team, and they were all very short men. And all well, these... you can thank your elf DNA for that. Full circle. Full circle. Full circle. Mm-hmm. All right, now I will allow us to jump into Buffy because I'm imagining yeah. we're starting to get to that place. Yeah, that I shortly after I got home from Das Musical. Shortly. You got an audition. Mm-hmm. You're you... not, I don't, when I look at you, I don't <laughs> think there's a short man. I know, I think you think of yourself as being extremely. Tiny. You're normal. You're taller you're than me. And when I hugged you, those biceps mm-hmm. were bursting. Uh, well, you know, I, you know, Tom Cruise is. I'm taller than Tom Cruise. I think by an inch. You're then there. That's all you need in this town. Yeah. Great. Oh, we're going to be shut down after you said that. What is to be taller than Tom Cruise? He has a well, lot of power. He has yeah. a lot of power. <laughs> I'm giving him a compliment. I I've guess worked, I've worked for him. Have you? Yeah. For what Tom did you Cruise? build for him? Oh, I had to. No, I I taught. I trained him to run. Uh, running. Fitness? That's why you see he runs in every movie mm-hmm. and really fast. I trained him for that. I've trained him. He's for got a fast great running. gait, so I think he did well with that. Thank you. Yeah. Anyways, he'll probably come on at some point. Um. All right. So you get an audition. Mm-hmm. And it was initially to play a vampire in season five, and I booked that part. Oh. And I had prosthetics, and uh, but then I guess there was a rule that you could. Uh, play other parts if your face had been covered and so then the next season uh, some person they had written a part for or had been on the show already uh, wasn't available. I think he had become a Christian singer and was on tour with a Christian pop group. As you do. And um, so the part was available and they just made it his brother. Anyway, I auditioned for it and I booked it. Ooh. And what was his name for those who don't remember? Uh, that was the role of Andrew Wells. Mm. And he was sort of a weevil type character. <laughs> uh, <laughs> or a muskrat type. Yeah, he was. Ve- he had a, a sort of was rodentia sort of vibe. He was very, um, you know, ner- sort of uh, nervous comic book nerd. I feel like you're turning into him as we speak. Yeah, it's it's, you know. Was he any kind of animal or was he human? No, he was human. Oh, I'm sorry. I thought there was a I, little wink to him being in the rodent world. Uh, I know that's just my sort of natural energy that you're picking up on. I think, you know, yeah, if they, I get a hamster energy from you. Yeah, very mm. nervous. Yeah. Uh, Wiggly. Yeah, uh, anxious. Sure. Mm-hmm. Um, if you know, if, if if they were doing a remake of. Of Charlotte's Web, I obviously I could play Templeton the Did rat. Did you bring nervous hamster into your audition? Um, no, I really, I, 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 yes, yes, and I also brought. I've been watching a lot of Golden Girls. So I was bringing a lot of Rose oh. and the Golden Girls to it, but my natural hamster wheel energy is something that obviously you picked up on and. Um, I yeah I, I did funnel some of that into there. Mm-hmm. He was not he was not any sort of magical rodent like what's that character from Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles? Yeah, there's he's the... a giant rat. Mm-hmm. What's yeah. his name? Mm-hmm. Rat, um, uh, Professor something. I can't remember. Gargamel. Gargamel. Oh, I love Gargamel. I know. 
Um, that's an erotic. Gargamel, character. so erotic. <laughs> like, what even was he? He was a. He was a queen living with his cat, <laughs> and he was attracted to all of the Smurfs, and he was trying to make trouble for them, but secretly liked them. Why not? Secretly liked them, but was always trying to eat them. Well, had a thing for Smurfette. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah, Whenever he put them in the cages, the cage w- bars were always wider than the actual. Clearly, they, they could, could get have out. escaped. They wanted to be there. It was like that syndrome where you um, fall in love with your fall captor. Fall in love, yeah. So you just yeah. Stay. What's that, Stockholm syndrome yeah. or Munchausen? Which one's Munchausen? Munchausen is when you're a mother and you're poisoning your child. That's Munchausen. Oh, so that's repeated de- baby deaths? Yes. Well, that, it's that, also no, just, just saying you're sick. sick. You're sick. Yeah. You have a disease. I'm going to take you to the doctor. You better tell me you have a disease. I believe wants... that's by proxy. Not oh, wait. Yeah, which which one's by proxy and which one's I think the... Munchausen is when you do it to yourself and by proxy is when you do it to somebody else. Now, do you have any fan transition fan stories, crazy fan stories? Because uh, I would bet you did. Because yeah, you got a lot of buffers. I like... know a lot of people who think you're – you were talking about this weevil energy, but you're hot. And there's people who want to get it. <laughs> yeah. There's people who want to get that. Yeah. I feel like you want to get it. Why not? Of course I do. I'm in an open marriage. It's not even a marriage. It's a partnership. Your who arm with? is enough for me. I who could with? just ride your arm. Who's your partner? I don't share his name. I'm sorry. Did you just say you would ride his arm? When I touch that arm, I am an arm person. When I touch that arm, it was like Niagara Falls. Can we talk about the fact that you were a child musical theater lover and uh-huh. went on to achieve the ultimate the dream, dream of all dreams which is to be perform on Broadway I did I that's kind of crazy I made it um, against all odds mm. I portrayed the role here or that I, I created the role here in Los Angeles where we in what say the musical please Rock of Ages heard of it a jukebox musical using the hit tunes of rock and pop from the Late 80s and 90s. Could you possibly give us a taste? Mm-hmm. Songs like, I want to know what love is. I want you to show me. Okay, but now you have to sing it for real because that's play singing. And you have a gorgeous voice. Was that your song? That was not my song. What song did you what sing? I sang, for real, I sang a song that I actually do despise. Oh. Because you sang it so many no, times? No, I just or? hate the song. Tell me. And then again, after you sing it uh, more and more, you you start to hate it, hate it even more. Even more. Uh, hit me with your best shot. Mm. Oh, one of my faves. But I played a young German man, and I had to sing it in a German accent, so it just became so squ- very square. Huh. There's and a lot of German coming up in this. There's I a am. lot of full circles in your life, Mr. There, there, yeah. Mm-hmm. Circles, circular energy. Mm-hmm. You're a real tough cookie with a long history. God, you're good. Of breaking little hearts like the one in me. That's okay. I'll s- see how you do it. Put up your dukes and let's get down to it. I recently saw a Pat Benatar musical. Oh, oh I really wanted to see that, but then I read reviews. And it was, I'll just say it was unfortunate. Uh, it was an adapt adaptation of Romeo and Juliet, where some of the language was original Shakespeare, Shakespeare and then some of it just was modern, like, mm-hmm. like, oh hey man, don't be extra stuff like that. And then they would sing the songs of Pat Benatar. But to me, her biggest hit is "Hit Me Love With Your Best a- Shot." Oh, mm-hmm. oh, loves the battlefield. Yeah, that's a good. Mm-hmm. Um, 
and was not included in the show. What? Even though I, apparently she, she, like an... she doesn't like it because of its gun references. Mm. But in I thought hit me with your best shot was like a boxing or a metaphor for Christ's sake. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I thought it was. Metaphor. Yeah, you know. So anyway, or she just hated it as much as you did. Like she just didn't like it. You know what? I think that's it. Yeah. I got to New York. All was well and good. And then I went to the dermatologist and I said, what are these mosquitoes are killing me? Can you do something? And she's like, no, no, those are bu- bed bugs. Oh, dear. Oh. And Ooh. so um, and I was subletting a place from a friend. And I don't know, maybe in the two weeks I had just picked them up on the subway or something. Oh, no. Glamorous life of a Broadway actor, right? Yeah. And so then <laughs> they came in and they sprayed all the things and they, you know, put the mattress and a zip up thing and oh. I just no one would let you come stay with them because they don't want it at their no. house and so I the night before my opening night on Broadway I slept in a bathtub in my apartment oh wow um, and uh, there was this little boy in the building I lived in he would often say hello to me and uh, uh, one night I came home from the show I was very tired and not sleeping well from all you know because I've just panicked about these bed bugs and uh, again nervous hamster energy mm-hmm. and um, I got in the elevator and he was on there and he was talking to me he's like hey how's it going oh, it's fine it's fine and I got off the elevator and I looked back and before the doors weren't closing and the, the boy just stared at me <laughs> and said and started waving and quietly said good night mister sleep tight Hope the bed bugs don't bite. <laughs> oh, dear. And the doors closed. Oh. Horror movie. Horror. Horror movie. That their family was responsible for the bed bugs. I think oh, so. Probably. I think so. They brought them in a little jar and let them loose. <laughs> yeah. Under yeah. the doors. Sure. So that was fun. And then I and I had, uh, I think I had neurovirus twice. Oh, jeez. Mm. Such, which I thought was food poisoning, but so bad that I, uh, you know, that's when you really think that you're going to. Die. I prayed for death, mm-hmm. uh, sure. and I was I was close to going to, to call nine one one. But mm-hmm. I call nine one one when I have that, even if it's just a touch. You like a calling, touch of you like you like paramedics coming to your home. Oh hell yeah, their bodies. Yeah, the biceps. Jesus, their arms. Talk about Once biceps. I had one who was Native American, African American, Asian American, a white guy. And a Hispanic American, and I was like, "That's a Benetton international." Yeah, were they all in one, one paramedic? Yeah, one, they all one came ambulance? up in the, in the ambulance van. They came up to the room. That's so many paramedics. Why? Mm-hmm. Why? The way I presented, I guess, on the nine one one call, they knew was they thought re- send the whole mm-hmm. team. Is there a lot of blood? No, no, I had just been throwing up, and mm. I felt like I was going to faint. Yeah. Um, if you can believe it, as always, we're, we're, we gotta, we got to get to some things here because we are running low on time. Oh we God. have been just... So quick, It right? goes fast when you're having fun. Um, what we need to talk about is your online social media sensation. My presence. Mm. Your presence, um, which started when you started making fashion. You've, been, you've done other things online, I'll say that, but I think was this the biggest kind of thing you did online that got a lot of attention making fashion out of trash. Yeah. Yeah. It was, it, it kicked off, um, 2016, I think, or maybe 20, yeah, 2016. And, um, it, it peaked about mm. a year later 
And it's been dwindling ever since. No, but let's talk about that peak but, moment real quick because yeah. this is works of art. And I want everyone listening Agreed. to go look online right now. What What is that well, particular? Well, if you scroll back on my Instagram, you, you'll feel oh, And what years. was the spark of inspiration? Well, I had been seeing the the Met Gala looks coming out from the 2016 Met Gala. And I just thought, oh, my God, all these, like, who's to say that this is fashion? Right. Mm. And I... Who's in charge here, right? Who's, Who's in, charge? in charge here? <laughs> it, because uh, some of these things I look like I made them myself with household items. And so then I thought, ding, well, ding, ding. I'll just do that. And then it took off. And that, that week I just kept making more and more. And and then uh, it just, you know, it just, you know, it went viral um, mm-hmm. as, as things sometimes do. And, viral. And I thought, I'll just keep doing this. Okay. Act two. This Is, is this my act two? Maybe this is my act three. Um, and so, uh, or pit, pivot, as they mm-hmm. say. And I'm like, I'll do this till it becomes a TV show. Mm-hmm. It, didn't, it didn't become a TV show. Still but might. I, it still I, might. I think you're still in act one, to be honest. Oh, okay. You know, Lana and I have been on this creative journey, and we're so interested in people who have found success. And um, is that sort of where you, your head always is? It's like, well, maybe this will be a TV show. Um. Like making eggs in the morning. Well, maybe, maybe this will be, be a TV, TV show. show. I mean, I think I could be a, a cooking. I I'd get behind that I star. Would it, I would watch, watch that for sure. Daily. I think I could. Again, it goes back to my childhood roots of I mm. I could do that better. Mm. Ah. I think I could do that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I love this confidence. I know. I do too. And I think f- the the real core. If you break down to the core essence of what I was doing with these, you know, I would I would make. Outfits out of trash, out of recyclables, out of things you find around the house, out of curtains, out of sometimes I do edible looks, out of pasta. And, oh um, yeah, I've seen that one. Uh, <laughs> was was really it was a it was such a lesson in creativity. I'm gonna get serious here, please. Lesson in creativity of to just you know get off your phone, get off your electronics, mm. make something with your hands, put it out there, put it out there. Doesn't have to be perfect. Throw it together as fast as you can, mm. put it out there, and move on to the next thing and keep going. Mm. That's know? kind of our philosophy for this podcast. Well, you know what I was going to say is we always ask our guests to end and tell us something, you know, a word of encouragement or advice for other people in creative field. And I think you just did it. You just got to kind of yeah, do get it. A, get off your technology. Yeah. M- make, something, make something. Put it out there. Doesn't don't doesn't have to be perfect. Just right. and you don't have to be the judge of it let other people have opinions about it and if it's not perfect you're just going to keep going you're going to keep doing that process Mm -hmm. don't make it so precious Mm -hmm. let it let it go you know matt uh what is it over overthinking kills the magic Mm -hmm. idle hands are the devil's play thing same thing and really get off that technology and do something something. but then get back on it and follow me on instagram (laughs) right at tommy lank also tiktok at tommy lank great I think uh, we can't do much better than that. No, and that's we pretty need great. To say goodbye. Should we go oh. out on a song? Yeah. Oh, what, yeah. Is, what song you want to go out on? We'll all sing it together. Um, I think it might have to be "Hit Me What's Your Best Shot." Uh, um, well. I was gonna say, um, what's that song by Extreme? It's also in more than, more than words. Now that what has this song? I've come to talk to you and make you understand. All you have to do is close your eyes and just reach out your hand and
touch me. Hold me close, don't ever let me go. More than words is all I have to do to make it real. And you wouldn't have to say that you love me. Cause I already know. And that's Multiple Talking Women. Bye bye. Multiple Talking Women is hosted by Lauren Burns, Ariane Price, and Lisa Shurga. And produced by Carafano and Amelia Misco at Stampede Ventures for the Stampede Podcast Network. Okay, I'm done now. <laughs>